You're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast. We're your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra. Buckle Buckle up, because we're about to get gabbing. Hey, Gabbers. Today on the podcast, we have a very special guest. Kayla Sellers, aka The Redneck Medium, is here joining us today. Kayla is a psychic medium who has the unique ability to connect with energy of people in this world as well as the spirit world. She uses this ability to provide positive and guiding insight on future possibilities. She enjoys receiving evidence from spirit to help connect their loved ones with messages from the other side. Please welcome onto the podcast, Kayla. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, we are so excited to have you. Yeah. So for our listeners, um, we kind of found Kayla just in our backyards um, (laughs) in the Louisville area, um, but more so just like on Instagram. Um, So we're so glad that you came on here. Um, why don't you start off just telling us a little bit about you and your background, like outside of being a medium? Yeah, absolutely. would love to. I live in Shelbyville, Kentucky, so 30 minutes outside of Louisville. Um, I've been doing readings now for a few years. I've trained with the amazing Gina Scarpino. She's based in Middletown, so obviously Louisville area. I'm actually a preschool teacher during the day, psychic medium by night and farm girl 24-7. I actually have a horse farm in Shelbyville. Um, But yeah, um, being a psychic means I can tap into future possibilities. I call them possibilities for a reason because our future is not set in stone, if that makes sense. So you have the power to choose. So I always like emphasize like it's possibilities guys like if that doesn't Mm -hmm. feel good or doesn't feel right like you have the choice right Mm -hmm. but then also being a medium I receive messages and evidence from our loved ones and that's like super amazing I also have animal communication I'm very in tune with nature with animals um so yeah so I'm super pumped to be here Yeah. I'm like, it's all just like, so interesting to me. And I just have to say, I absolutely love your name when we were like, oh my gosh. And her name's the redneck medium, like total Kentucky girl vibes and owning it. We're like, this is going to be a great podcast, like title. Like people are going to want to click on (laughs) the redneck. Well, I got to tell you the story behind the name because that's like my favorite part. So yeah. I didn't actually know I was a medium um, until a few years back. Um, Gina Scarpino happened to do like an event and I was like, oh, I'll go get a reading. Never had one before. And she like during the reading, she was like, oh, by the way, you can do this too. And after she said that, like it all just like clicked and, and she was like, I'll be your mentor. I can train you. And it was instant connection with her. So did some training with her. And then I actually did an event with Gina for walk-in events. So like people came to us for readings and it was my first one. I was super nervous. And afterwards, I mean, it, it's exhausting really. It's, yeah. it's like a muscle. 
it's a, it's a muscle basically. So after a full day, I called my sister and I was super excited and I was starving and I was like, Oh my God, it was so fun. I was like, I am so hungry. I could eat a hot dog. And she was like, that's the most <laughs> redneck thing I've ever heard. And I was like, that's it. I'm the redneck medium. And so like, it just stuck, but I'm a city girl, but country girl all the way, like four wheeler live on a farm. Like, come on, I have to be the redneck medium. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like the perfect branding mark marketing opportunity. I know like the first time I kind of like, I mean, I guess I always knew like mediums and things like that existed, but like really got into it. I guess if you want to say that, um, was the, uh, the long Island medium, if that's her, I think that's her name me too on the TLC show. So I'm like, this is perfect. This is like the Southern version. You need your own TLC show, the redneck medium, (laughs) the redneck medium, like (laughs) on the horse farm with all the animals. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the story behind the name. So that's awesome. And so you kind of mentioned it, but at what age did you start to realize that you were able to connect with spirit or just like, we're getting these types of messages. It seems like maybe you got like a little bit more, like maybe some things were already happening and then you got confirmation at this event. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a super sensitive person. I cry about inner, I mean, everything mad, sad, happy, like my parents are like stone. And so, I mean, a huge, huge crier. So that means I'm super sensitive to energy. Okay. So that's like the first like confirmation. Um, I also would be pulled into altered states when I was younger. Um, and so learning about this means that spirit was actually pulling me into like their level of energy. Okay. So obviously when we pass on, it doesn't end there. We're energy. Our energy has to go somewhere. Right. So Mm -hmm. the spirit world was pulling me into that level because when you're a child, you're more open to it because you don't know what's going on. And so it was like dreamlike state, very fuzzy. And I actually ended up getting stuck there one day for hours and it freaked me out because I, it was like, I couldn't, everything was fuzzy. I couldn't process things. My mom like mom this is weird and she's like just drink some water like that like water is her answer for everything mm-hmm. and so um it freaked me out so I think since then it kind of like I blocked that part of it if that makes sense mm-hmm. um animals though and animals ac- animal activity especially is super um like a telltale of a medium mm-hmm. animals kind of all the time when I was little like dogs who hated people would let me pet them I have a lot of bird activity. I used to have, um, I always call it like my Disney princess moments where wild (laughs) birds land on my finger. It was crazy. Um, In my dreams, I would actually be able to see the future in my dreams. And I'd be Mm -hmm. like, oh, like I dreamt about that. Like that actually happened. Yeah. And so, you you don't really, I've loved mediums, like, you know, all about that supernatural stuff, but I didn't think I was one because it's mm-hmm. not really like it shows on television, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, I receive the messages all the time, but the hardest part about what I do is interpreting what I'm getting. Is it mm-hmm. me or is, am I actually connecting into spirit? So that was very interesting journey to get to like actually doing readings for people. So, yeah. And you kind of mentioned it like being younger and being around your mom and like your parents. So 
what was it like, you know, when you were younger or, or eventually when you kind of, I don't want to say came out, but like when you said, I am a medium, um, like what were the reactions like from like your family or friends? Were they like, I knew this all along or were they like shocked? Like, how did that happen for you? So it's really cool. They say it takes one to birth one. And I, my, well, my dad actually has this ability as well, but wow. he's in denial about it. He doesn't like to talk about it. <laughs> his, his mother. So my grandmother, my paternal grandmother had this ability. I never met, met her. She passed when I was, um, before I was born, but she like hearing the family stories, I mean, it totally makes sense. So when I finally kind of came out, like, hey, by the way, like my mom's like, oh, great. And my dad's like, okay. <laughs> so, but Sounds I mean, then again, reaction. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I know. But like my dad has this ability for sure. But like, he's like, it's not an ability. Like it was just a dream. Like, mm -hmm. so he doesn't really like to talk about it, if that makes sense. But, um, mm -hmm. it's super neat hearing the story about my grandmother and like all her predictions and whatnot. So, so wow. it stems from his side of the family, but majority of my family has been very supportive. Um, I won't mention any names. There is one <laughs> you know, cause they say like in the Bible, I guess I'm not very religious, but I guess in the Bible, like this is very like, no, no, very taboo. So I've heard through like the family grapevine, like someone's not happy that I do this, but it, like, it hasn't been brought to my, like mm -hmm. they brought it up to me yet, I guess. Um, but I'm sure it's going to happen, but I'm ready. Like I'm ready to <laughs> proud and, you know, step out of that medium closet, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. You kind of mentioned this a little bit about yourself. Um, and it sounds like maybe your dad as well, when you were like discovering this ability, was it ever like almost like scary to you or just like overwhelming of like, I don't want to deal with this. Like, <laughs> I just want to be normal. So to speak. Um, did you ever have any of those feelings? All of the above. Um, even to this day, I'm still scared. What happens if I don't connect well enough with my client? You know what I mean? It's all of the feelings every day. Um, even when I was little though, like I said, you know, just being stuck in those dream states, it's just, it's, it's scary, but kind of exciting at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's been, a, it's been an emotional roller coaster. That's for sure. But something that I'm super proud of. Um, yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm like, that's how I would feel. So I'm like, yeah. do people that really have this ability feel that way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it can be scary. Um, I always like joke with people. Like I tell the spirit, like, if I see you, I'm done. I'm shutting this down. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I don't want to see spirit. It's fine if you give me internal messages, but I don't want to see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but I'm sure one day I will see them. It's, it's going to happen. It happens to all mediums. So <laughs> you're preparing yourself, <laughs> preparing myself. Oh, it God. sounds like you're in control though. Like you're, you're able to be like, all right, nope. And that this is where we stop right here. <laughs> and that's how it differs from television, if that makes sense. So it's definitely not like the Hollywood version. Yeah. There's definitely yeah. an on and off switch, so to speak. So well, that's that's good. It sounds like too maybe in your experience, and maybe this is like 
something that is just an assumption in my head from what I've seen on TV, but that like spirit is usually trying to communicate things that are like helpful in some type of way and not like they're not trying to scare you or do anything harmful. So like it's all in good faith. So I set the intention for all of my readings that I only allow positive, helpful messages. Mm -hmm. I don't allow anything bad to come through. Like people ask me in readings, like, when am I going to (laughs) die? No, like, I don't allow that. Like, I'm not going to focus on the end. You know what I mean? So I only focus and only allow those happy, positive, uplifting messages. And yes, sometimes, you know, it's hard being an empath, being super sensitive, like I have clients just break down in tears and it's like, I'm trying to hold myself together because I want to cry with them. But it's like, I know spirit needs to give them those messages in order for them to process and to grieve and to heal. So that's probably a really hard part of what I do is just keeping it together for the client or whoever I'm reading for. So, yeah, yeah. You're kind of like the vessel that everything is passing through. And I feel like it would be like impossible to not kind of like really feel the message that, that you're delivering. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Going along this uh, line here. um, I don't know if you'll be able to, or in the best way possible, can you kind of describe to us and to our listeners, like either the feelings or images or voices, like what is it like when you are connecting to spirit? Um, Because all we have us, you know, regular people out here that don't have these abilities, all we have to go off of is what we see on TV and movies. And, you know, I'm picturing that, uh, that's so Raven moment, you know, you're like staring (laughs) off the distance and like this vortex is happening. And like, you know, so what is that really like for you? How can you describe that? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, they call it the five clairs. So it's basically like your five senses. That's how people receive messages. Okay. Um, I call it the superpowers. I call it the magic. Mm -hmm. Um, My superpower, as I like to call, is in my third eye, which is right between your eyes, like your forehead. Mm -hmm. So I receive most of my messages as like a picture, like a mind's eye picture. Like, you know how when you read a book, you can literally like play out the story in your mind, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I get visuals, words, letters, pictures, all of the above. Um, I'm training myself to be able to open up to all of my clairs. Okay. So you have your inner eye, your hearing, your smelling, your tasting, um, your feeling. So like feelings and also like your gut. So like your that feeling like when you know you're right, that's like mm-hmm. cog. Oh my gosh, my mind just went blank. But that's one of the Claire's, Claire Gustin's, yeah. I think that is. Um, it's like that gut feeling. But yeah. most of the time I get mine um, through my, my mind, my mind's eye. Mm-hmm. And what it feels like when I'm really connected, it actually, am I allowed to say this? I feel buzzed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like on that like tipsy level. So like, mm-hmm are a little bit shaky like I feel kind of good I get a little hot <laughs> so how it feels if that makes sense you're vibing you're vibing I'm totally vibing <laughs> sip it on that moonshine while I'm giving a reading no don't yeah. worry I am sober I am sober when I give these readings I promise <laughs> oh my goodness I love that yeah I'm like 
it, you just, you see all these crazy things out there, but it does seem like, like a lot of different mediums experience messages in different ways. So I'm sure even though you experience it in that way, you probably know other mediums that experience it in a totally different way. Totally different way. My really good friend actually hears things and I'm like, I'm so jealous. Like I would love to hear like a conversation. Cause like I said, since I can't hear, I have to analyze what pictures I'm interpret. Seeing. And that's like the hardest part. So yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I feel like voices would scare me. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Like, I'm not going crazy. I. <laughs> yeah. Then you're just like, oh my gosh, am I just losing my mind at this point? Absolutely. So you kind of also touched on this just a little bit, but I know a lot of the people out there that are kind of like skeptics of mediums or just on the fence. I feel like it can stem a lot of times from them having a religious background. I know both me and Sierra were like raised in a religious background, but also like my mom has gone to see a medium with me. Like we're definitely open to the whole world. Like I've had a reading before. So I definitely think that like both can coexist and that there's just like so much more in the universe, the world, spiritually, everything than like we can even like really fathom. But how have, I guess you interacted with those skeptics and do you feel like they can both kind of like coexist in this world? Absolutely. I mean, when you read the Bible about Jesus they didn't call him a medium. They called him a prophet, right? Mm -hmm. Prophet is just a fancy term for medium. Jesus Mm -hmm. was a psychic medium. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like my, like foundation, my defense in this. Um, But no, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I respect anyone's opinion. Everyone has the right to their own opinion. Um, If you don't believe in mediums, that's absolutely fine. That just doesn't mean it's for you. And that's let me coexist in peace and I'll let you coexist in peace, you know? But I do, I do feel like, um, I feel like there's story and I don't, I don't know the Bible that well, but I do feel like there's stories in the Bible where Jesus is connecting with spirit or Jesus is predicting the future. What's the difference between reading it versus Mm -hmm. you doing it in person? Does that make sense? I don't know. That's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think a lot of people just like, they think like, oh, the church is taught that it's wrong or that the Bible says it's wrong, you know, however they interpret um, those things. But, and they're like, oh, it's the devil or it's bad things. And like, we've already kind of talked about like spirit and most mediums, I feel like are always trying to share good, positive messages, you know, from the other side or from the spirit world. And most mediums I've like seen or known of, it's not like they think they are God themselves and ruler of the universe. They're just connecting with the spirit world and trying to, you know, like spread messages to help people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I definitely believe there's a higher power and I'm so grateful for being able to do what I do, just getting the feedback from clients. I mean, I'm still amazed you guys, like I still laugh, like, oh, like, if there's someone sitting there and I'm like, yes, yes. Like all these evidence, like, yes, that's exactly who's coming through. And they're just sitting there. I'm like, how are you not excited? Like, I'm so (laughs) excited that I'm getting this. Like, how is this possible? So I still get a kick out of this. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so cool. Yeah. And I, I'll be honest, like I am new to this whole thing. Like I've never had a reading, um, never experienced it before. 
as Mackenzie kind of mentioned, like I did grow up like going to like a very Southern kind of Baptist, um, like kind of church or environment. Um, but I do think like in my family and my personal background, I come from a lot of people and women who are very open, um, people and women in my background and my family have tried all kinds of religions. Um, they've tried it all. And so I feel like I'm very open. Um, so I, I've just always been so interested in it all. And I, I see it more as like a gift as like a, you know, I do know that the Bible talks about, um, having spiritual gifts and like the different kinds of spiritual gifts that there are. Um, and I'm like, you know, I kind of see it as this is your gift and everybody has their own individual gifts. So whether or not that's super biblical, um, sure like psychic medium is not actually in the Bible, like those terms, but I do believe that it's a gift that people have. And yeah. Um, and just we're all cool. born with it. We're all born with it. Yeah. We all have our own kind of intuition one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. I think like Sierra kind of talked about, like you said, a lot of the women in your family, and I think this is just totally my opinion, no research to back this, but women just are more intuitive naturally. And so it seems like they're, they tend to be the ones that are more open to things of this nature and guys just kind of brush it off and whatever, because, um, you know, I guess they just don't have as much of that natural intuition. And I heard a quote yesterday that just kind of like reminds me of this conversation. And it was like, you can only meet someone else as deep as you've met yourself. And I was like, Whoa, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, you meet someone and like, you're just not like clicking or vibing, whether it's friendship, romantic, whatever, because you're like, we're just not in that, not even a narcissistic thing of like, Oh, I'm so deep. I'm so spiritual. But until someone else has like discovered themselves or open themselves up to the possibilities that you have. I feel like it's hard to connect on that level. And I think that that's kind of true with mediums until you've like done some spiritual work yourself or, you know, listen to your intuition and all of that stuff. I can see how it would maybe be hard to, you know, like believe in all of this. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, I do have some skeptical people come in and it's, I kind of try to tell people like, you have to kind of have an open mind Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to tap into your energy to be able to connect. So if you already have that wall up, I'm not going to be able to connect to you. So your reading isn't going to be as good or as clear, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So yes, I definitely, you know, if you're a skeptic, absolutely come, but come at least with some kind of openness to mm-hmm. allow me to connect in. Um, Cause if you just sit there and it's like, nope, nope, nope. Like you're not going to get anything out of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So going off of that, have you ever had like a funny story or just like a, you know, a proud moment of proving a skeptic wrong? Like someone that was just like really not a believer. And then like you had a message come through clear for them or something like that. And they, they changed the, the way they yes. saw it. Um, I actually, I don't remember a lot of my readings. Um, yeah. I, I'm so proud to say that I've been doing so many recently, but also just because, you know, you get in the zone kind of, but yeah. So there's like always a few bits and pieces that really stand out, but I guess it was like right when COVID hit. So last year it was like, I was doing just phone readings and a woman called me and she, I could tell already off the bat, like, she's like, I don't know. I just kind of want to have some insight, blah, blah, blah. Well, 
it ended up kind of turning about a reading about her husband. And I kind of was like, Hey, I'm seeing your husband. I mean, this sounds crazy. You guys, I was like, I'm seeing your husband bring home like an animal or something. <laughs> and I could just tell on the phone, like I could just hear her rolling her eyes and whatnot. And so uh-huh. she was like, Hey, okay. So we kind of finished up the reading, blah, blah, blah. Well, she reached back out about a year later. So a couple months ago, and she, I did another reading for her and she says, I just have to tell you, she said, when you said that about my husband and bringing home an animal, she said, I rolled my eyes. I said, absolutely not. And apparently he had rescued like a raccoon or a possum. I can't remember, but like (laughs) rescued an animal and brought it home a few days after the reading. And she said, from that moment on, he is a firm believer. (laughs) And she said, I trust you (laughs) 100%. So that made me feel really good. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which is like so random. I'm sure he's not like bringing home raccoons every day. She was like, he's like, she goes, we don't even have a dog. Like he's like not an animal person. And she said, she like, he like showed up with this like animal that got hurt and like found like a wildlife center. She said it was absolutely oh crazy. So that wow. was, cause she was like, I was kind of on the fence about it, but I mean, so it's like little stories like that. And it's like, yes, mic drop. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, that has to be like such a good feeling. Like, yeah, you know, I know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Um, speaking of animals. So I know that you said animals or like animal communication maybe is, is one of your, um, gifts. Um, and it, you told us that you, um, are a farm owner. Who has Um, a cat by the way, do either one of you have a cat? Yeah, she she's back there. Oh, oh my gosh. Duh. Okay. <laughs> I was like tuning into the cat. Do you happen to have a cat in spirit, by the way? Did one of you have a childhood cat? I I, I've had cats. Yes. Like, like your whole life. Okay. Yeah. So this, like, I know, like you said, like jump in because I'm getting yeah. something. So I don't know if it was because of the cat and like you started talking about animal communication, but I have this cat coming through. I just have to tell you, I'm actually getting the initial M. So I don't know if there's an M name, but I don't feel like it was her name. I feel like it was a nickname. Is this validating for you? Um, I mean, I, I did have a cat, um, named Memphis one time. Ah, okay. Perfect. So I think I had Memphis here for you because I got an M. Did you have a nickname for this cat? Like you never really called him by its name. It's okay um, if you can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I you were so little. Did. I probably okay. did. Like I probably called it like okay. all kinds of things. Like I call my cats all kinds of things. All kinds of things. Okay. Yeah. So they just, is it a boy? Uh, yes. Okay. He like, he wants to reference the nickname. So I don't know if you can ask your mom about the nickname. I'll have to. He wants to reference the nickname. And there's, he's also referencing, like, I feel like he always was in a box or like he preferred to be like dark or by himself, like dark place. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. And he wants you to know he's saying pain free. So I don't know if there was like, you had to put him down or if there was some kind of terminal illness that caused pain, but he just wants, you know, he's pain-free. Just had to throw that out there. Wow. Okay. It's so cool. I know. I'm like, like, oh, this is so cool. I'm going to have to go back and look at pictures. I have um, scrapbooks actually at my mom's house and I have a picture of Memphis 
and I kept his little collar with a little bell on it and so I was I was pretty young still like in elementary school when he um like passed so I don't even remember like if he had an illness or like if he passed suddenly I know that I was devastated I know that much um but I don't remember like his you know medical background or anything but I'm sure my mom would know okay he just wants you to know he's okay he just like had to come through Oh, okay. I love that. Tempest coming in hot. All right. <laughs> so back to your question about animal communication. <laughs> yes. yes. Anyways, back to that. Um, you know, like, I guess our general question is, you know, are you able to communicate just messages from animals like who have passed or animals who are living or, you know, kind of how, how, did, how is that? Exactly like that. So when I'm connecting in, it's like that animal or person is physically here with me. So I can do it from a picture or I can even do it like from a pet who's past picture, or I can do like a one-on-one session with your animal. And I receive those messages the exact same way I just gave that little reading for you. Oh, wow. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's so cool because like I've heard of mediums and like, you know, connecting with humans from, you know, that have passed from the other side and, you know, like the, the future type telling abilities, but I haven't heard much of mediums, like connecting with animals. And I just feel like that's so cool. Like, I feel like there's like stories and stuff of like little kids being able to talk to animals, but like, I've never really seen a true medium that was able to talk to animals and both like animals not that are just living, but also from the other side as well. Well, good. I'm glad that I can show you that. (laughs) I'm like, well, there we go. We just had a perfect example. (laughs) That's awesome. Wow. Oh, goodness. It's already like such a good like episode. I'm like, I can't wait to go back and like listen to this already. (laughs) I know. I'm like, I'm sure Sierra's mom is going to be so excited that she's going to be like, oh my gosh, Memphis is a part of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely like saw that M. It was like big, bold M. Like, and I feel like, did he have a lot of fur, kind of fluffy? Or there was something unique about it? Yeah, he was a fluffier cat. Okay, yeah, like something super unique about his fur that was like coming through. I have to ask, is there someone in either one of your family who was adopted? Is there adoption in your family? Not that I know of. No worries. Either one? I don't think so. So super cool thing about spirit is sometimes spirit will come through even if we don't know them. Because we all have a spiritual team on the other side that's looking out for us, right? Mm -hmm. I just have to say, I feel like they're trying to tune into someone who was adopted or was going to be adopted. Um, I feel like it's a male in spirit. And I keep seeing like anchors. So I don't know if this person was in the military. Do either one of you have a male in spirit that was in the military? Yes. Navy, perhaps? Or water? He was like on a ship? Uh, I, I have a marine. Ah, okay. In spirit by chance? Yes. Okay. Let me tune into you because that's kind of where I was feeling it. Okay. Um, is this grandfather by chance? Yes. Okay. Um, and he was my, he wasn't my, I guess, adopted grandpa, but he was my step grandpa. So he's not technically ah, biological. Okay. 
so grandpa. See, so see, like this is the hardest part is trying to interpret, what, interpret they're what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So yeah, let me tune into this. So that would make sense then. So, I'm, I guess the adopted granddaughter. Ah, did he call you that by chance? Or like, did there was like a joke about it? Not necessarily, but he was definitely closer with, um, my grandma's kids than he was with his own grandkids. Like he really became a part of our family. Kind of like blood doesn't make you family. So to speak. Absolutely. Like they were already married when I was born. So he was just always my grandpa. Like there was no, nothing weird about it. And he wants to reference his cheeks. Okay. I don't know if that is like a validation. Like it's almost kind of like Santa Claus, like the jolly cheeks, like smile. He like wants to reference like this area of his face. I don't know about the smile, but we did have a, we both really loved Santa. Oh my gosh. No way. (laughs) I'm like, so I don't know if he's like using the word Santa. Santa, That's exact. Okay. So as long as you understand that reference, right? So like as soon as I said Santa, you understood it. So Santa. So he is referencing the Santa. That's exactly why I said it. I'm like, my favorite, my favorite memory of him. He made this, he like knew how much I loved Christmas and he saw an ad in the newspaper for, you could get like this voice actor to like make a video or a a cassette tape. Cause it was back in the day, a cassette tape with the name of you know, the kid in your life or whatever. And he gave it to me and it was like, ho, 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 Mackenzie, it's Santa or whatever. (laughs) And it was my prized possession. And like, I still look back on that and just think that's like one of the sweetest things he did for me. And like one of my like favorite memories of him. So he's referencing that because that was the same for him. So that's why he's validating that. So as soon as I said, Santa, you knew the reference. So see, it's me trying to interpret that information hardest part of what I do. Yeah. My favorite reading so far, I actually, it was a couple months ago. I won't use any names, but she wanted. So when I do a reading, I offer the client, do you want future? Do you want spirit? Do you want both? Like Mm -hmm. you're in control of the reading, right? I don't choose what comes through. You need to choose. So she wanted just spirit connection. So we were on a roll on a roll. And then I just like had to stop. And I was like, Hey, I'm getting this name. And it was a male name. Mm -hmm. And he it kept showing me a bow tie, like a bow, bow, bow. And so I was like, do you know this male with this name? It was like over and over. And the woman was silent. And I kind of, it was a phone reading. I was kind of like, um, are you there? Did I lose you? Yeah. And through her sobs, she was coming through and she said, that actually is my daughter that was premature who just passed away wow. some months ago. And so looking back on the reading, it wasn't showing me a bow tie it was a male name with a bow mm. trying to reference that it was a girl coming through. So it's like interesting how the different symbols and interpretations. Yeah. Are. Yeah, definitely. That, that you want to talk about tear jerker. I mean, Oh, that was, wow. a tough, that was a tough one, but yeah. she got that she needed when that daughter came through so yeah that's crazy yeah like when you said cheeks I was like there's nothing really anything about his cheeks but then you said Santa and I was like that's weird that she would reference him like Santa like 
I literally got yeah. the mental picture of Santa and he kept like referencing the beard, but I didn't want to be like, he's saying Santa because I don't want to sound crazy. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're probably like, what the heck does this mean? I'm going to sound crazy. Exactly. So just know that was a cherished memory of his as well. And so that's why he knew wow. that instant connection for you. Yeah. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm like, as soon as I get off, I'm going to have to call my mom and be like, Grandpa Jean came through. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Oh my goodness. Well, the spirit world keeps, um, interrupting our interview, but I am not mad about it. Um, so, um, we kind of talked about if you had, um, skeptics before, but, and like it proving one wrong and, you know, the messages that came through there, have you ever had the spirit communicate something either inappropriate or like funny to you. So I know you said you keep it light, but like, has there ever been anything that you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I can say that. Hallelujah, knock on wood, not yet. Um, but again, and it wouldn't be spirit's fault. Yeah. It would be my fault for interpreting wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah, so like, yeah. But, um, but sometimes like the messages I don't think are that funny, but the person, you know, my client in front of me will just bust out laughing because it's the funniest thing that they've ever heard. You know, just like, you know, that Santa reference, for example, like mm-hmm. it could be, I don't know, it could be like a magic marker, you know what I mean? Like a toy or something. So it just, it wouldn't be spirit's fault. It would be my fault for interpreting wrong. So, but hallelujah, nothing inappropriate yet. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know if it was like, oh, this is an awkward situation. I don't know how to tell you what's happening, but okay. So you're like, you would be the one making it weird. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Okay. Okay, cool. Um, This is something that I'm kind of just curious about. Um, Being a medium, are you able to connect with your, you know, spirits that you know, um, or, do you, you know, do you only have that ability with other people? Um, Cause again, my only experience with mediums is on TV and you only ever see mediums, you know, getting messages from other people's loved ones. I'm like, do you get messages from your own loved ones as well? And how is that? I, I sure do. Um, so I try to do a daily meditation um, and I had a cousin who passed away a couple of years ago. And every time I meditate, when I hit that like zone, like the Zen, I always hear my cousins. My cousin always had a greeting for me. He always said, hey, kiddo. So every time I get into that Zen, it's the first thing I hear. I hear him. And he always says, hey, kiddo. And I know that I'm connected with him. Um, I have my dog is one of my guides, actually. Um, she's one of my guardian angels and I'm super connected to my, my maternal grandmother in spirit. So I have my own sign for her. And so she'll send me the sign. So when I see it, I know it's exactly her with me in that very moment. So it's super special to be able to connect with them. So I feel like that anyone can do it too, though, you know, ask, ask your loved ones for a sign. And when you see it, trust your gut, you'll know it's them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, just you know, or like we talked about before stepping into that intuition and just being open to it, you know, and not being afraid of it, you know, 100%. 
but that has to be so comforting to be able to communicate, you know, with your loved ones, just like a lot of people talk about their religion of like, you know, it's comforting having a faith in some type of afterlife, you know, it being more comforting when a loved one passes, I'm sure you feel the same of like, I'll still be able to communicate with them and, you know, have that relationship or that connection. Oh, it's super hard. I actually had an old friend just, you know, pass away recently. And it was so funny, the synchronicities and stuff. And uh, for some reason, that song, Tanya Tucker, Delta Dawn, anyone know that song? Super Mm -hmm. redneck. (laughs) (laughs) Delta Dawn started playing and, you know, like people are starting to post like on Facebook, you know, in memories Mm -hmm. of him. And that was one of his favorite karaoke songs. And so I know that that was him in that moment. Like, I didn't know that was his favorite but someone like happened to post it after I had heard that song and so I'm like yep he was there with me so it's like super cool like little things like that so yeah wow that's awesome I'm like I'm sure your friends are like this is great (laughs) this is I know I get like free margaritas and queso all the time it's awesome That sounds like the best place to get a reading, like margaritas, queso, and a reading. Like, wow. <laughs> At El Nopal. <laughs> yes. We're marketers from now on, okay? If you need us to help you. Um, queso or- and margs, I am down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. I love that. So you kind of just talked about synchronicities and I've like seen some a lot of things recently about like numbers and stuff like that. And I know Sierra, you were interested in asking kind of like about Oracle cards. So in what ways have you tapped into those types of things and like what type of messages, or I guess, what does it mean when people start to see like certain numbers everywhere? Absolutely. So, um, a lot of times you actually have to tap into yourself with those. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, again, it's about trusting, being open, Oracle cards, love them. You can turn any deck of cards into like tarot or Oracle cards. Okay. Um, it's kind of like, just trust your, your gut, your feelings Mm -hmm. on them. Um, repetitive numbers is actually a thing. It's called angel numbers. So if you Mm -hmm. see, and it's like, you can totally Google it. So it's like, I'm not the only one to know this, but like 11, 11 (laughs) is like a universal number. It's an, it's a universal angel number. Mm -hmm. Um, like that's like the power number they call it so if you see 11 11 all the time like just google like angel number 11 11 and like yeah. the internet's pretty like resourceful if that yeah. makes sense. but a lot of times it's kind of like you know exactly like you asked like I, people will be like I'm seeing this and this and this all the time and I'm kind of like but what do you think it means mm-hmm. tell me and I'm like yes that's exactly what it is it's not all about me telling you what it is. This is yeah. a reading is for you to find out what is going on energetically for you, if that makes sense. So trust, trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I've, I've seen a lot of things lately because I've been seeing a lot of 11 11s, which I know is like the generic one that everyone I feel like kind yeah. of like references. And yeah. it, it was some type of video that was like, if you see four 44s, you know, on the clock often, then it means this and 11, 11 is this. And I didn't know if there was like different interpretations of the things, but kind of how I interpret it when I see it is not that it's like some crazy, like this is the meaning of it, but just more like, 
I don't know, some type of sign. Sierra talked about this on the last episode of like, it's a sign that your intuition, where your spirit and energy, like you're on the right path, you're thinking the right things, like trust yourself, trust the universe, all that kind of stuff. See, you didn't need me on here. You knew exactly (laughs) what it meant. (laughs) It's just, it's a validation from the universe. You don't Mm -hmm. even have to call it spirit. You know what I mean? If you're a skeptic, don't believe in this. It's a sign from the universe. That's all it is. It's a validation that Mm -hmm. you're either in the right place at the right moment or better things are coming your way. I only look at the positive side. So Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Recently or in our um, last episode, um, I mentioned, you know, I recently, um, have just been like picking up on things in my regular day-to-day life. And it's, it's, it's not, I don't want to say it's a joke, but I'll just kind of be like, it's a sign, you know, like this is a sign, but I, you know, it's kind of a joke, but also I'm actually kind of serious. You said there were like, there's enough pretzels left in the bag exactly for a snack. It's a sign. Exactly. It's just validation, confirmation. Absolutely. And just put your crystals in your pocket and you're good. (laughs) (laughs) My my question about um, like tarot or um, Oracle cards. Um, So a little side story is, um, I don't know how this has happened to me, but I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Um, I'm a big YouTube fan and um, I've been getting some suggested videos um, for, um, like Oracle card readings on YouTube. And they're very much just like, a you know, choose your own fate. Like, we're just going to put some on the screen for you. Um, you choose it. it. They're paired with maybe even paired with a crystal. And again, me being a person who knows nothing about any of this, I'm so intrigued by it. And I was like, I'm going to watch this whole thing. So I picked, you know, I picked my card. I, I really took it seriously. You know, like I really just kind of like took it all in. We'll close my eyes and really think about it. Like which one really am I drawn to? And um, I usually, the ones that I watch are about like love and relationships and that sort of thing. And it's no secret that like here on Girls Gone Gab, like we love to talk about love and relationships. Um, we're both um, single ladies at the moment, but it's just like a good topic for us. And so anytime they come up, I always watch them. But afterwards, I'm always just like not sure if what I heard or what I read, if I'm like making it all up, if I'm like, okay, is this message something that I'm just like fantasizing in my brain about? Is this by chance? Or like, was I actually meant to see this and watch this YouTube video that has like thousands of other people watching it? You know what I'm saying? So like, how, what would you say to me? Who's trying to navigate these like feelings? You're overthinking it. So you always have to trust that first feeling, that first picture, like internal picture. Okay. When you start second guessing things or when you start overthinking it, that's how you know that you're separating from your intuition. Make sense. Mm-hmm. So it's that first in, it's that first thought, first feeling that's the, your intuition. That's what's accurate. That's what's validated. And it's funny. I'm actually doing a workshop on the 26th of this month about Oracle cards. And if you're local, nice. come to the secret spa where my office hey. is. Yeah, there you go. I'm like, Sierra so is see, just down the street. Synchronicity. Come on. It's $15. <laughs> okay. 
There you go. No, that sounds so, so cool. So, okay. Before we get to the end and tell people all of where to find you, we already got like two really awesome, cool messages come through. Has anything else popped up throughout the podcast from the spirit world messages that you want to share with either of us? Yeah, absolutely. Let me tune into this. Yeah. I'm like, take your time, do your thing, girl. We are here for it. <laughs> Absolutely. Feeling girl. <laughs> Is there a Thomas or Tommy in spirit for either one of you or a T name? I'm learning names. So bear with me. I'm getting a T name, but I feel like it's Tommy or Thomas. I don't think so okay. for me. Okay. No worries. So again, sometimes when spirit comes through for us, it can be an extended member of the family or mm-hmm. it can be someone who we're not con- necessarily connected to. Okay. Yeah. But this is my favorite part is trying to validate who's coming through. Yeah. So I do have a male here. He's referencing that T name. Um, I keep seeing like a field. So I don't know if he's trying to tell me that he owned land like a farm or he like that was like his favorite letdown if that makes sense to like go camping or like be on the land or work the land does that reference resonate Um, with you it could be uh I have a uh grandfather who was big into like agriculture farming that type he wasn't a he wasn't a farmer himself, but yeah, there's like a kind of a land connection there. Okay. So let me tune into you then. Is, is he connected to a T name? It can be here in the physical world or it can be spirit, like a brother. Not that I can okay. think of, but he, he does have a nephew with a T name, but like it's a distant relative that okay. lives, is yeah. still living. So. So that, that, that's the validation. So he, it's him because for some reason he wanted to reference that T name. Okay. So I feel like he's referencing that side of the family. And so there's a reason he wants to bring a message for that side of the family. Um, he's making me feel like there's a little bit of friction going on. So I don't know if there's like a family feud, like he almost is like referencing Hatfields and McCoys, like a civil war, civil war within the family. Does this make sense? Like there's a lot of friction on that side of the family. Um, I don't know. So that side of his family is like kind of distant from me. So I don't know them well enough to know what's going on in their personal lives. So possibly, um, I will say there is kind of a, as far as his side and how he's connected to me again, there's another step grandparent. She's still living. We're very kind of separate the cousins and the aunts, uncles, Okay. Not in a fight way, but just not in a, we are not close community. Yeah. Just separated. Like, okay, no worries. So he's just acknowledging that divide. Okay. mm -hmm. So he's referencing the divide because he wants you to know that he's actually seeing, I don't know if there's like someone's pregnant or there's going to be like new life. Like he keeps referencing new life in the family. And that's kind of like the cords that are like connecting. Does this make sense? Okay. So just know, and so he's showing me future possibility, okay? Which is okay. really cool 
spirit does this. Yeah. Because even though he's coming through, spirit's still showing me the future. Okay. Yeah. So just know that he's showing me it doesn't have. And so this is what I always tell people too. It takes time for these things to happen. It doesn't happen overnight. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just know that he's referencing like that divide. And so I'm feeling like there's new life because he keeps saying new life. And that's what connects kind of those gaps, like fills in the gaps, if that makes sense. I do feel like he wants to reference the brother. I do feel like there was bad blood with the brother with money or legal issues. And he, I feel like the brother might have be with him. And so he just wants you to know that things are smoothed over now. If you understand that. I'm like, maybe again, maybe the other relatives will. There's so many people on his side of the family that I'm like, it's hard to keep up with them. Yeah. No worries. So my mom might be able to interpret. Some people do research after a reading. Like if you didn't know much about the family, like you ask someone who knows and like you find out about things. So keep me posted. Yeah. I'd like to know more about that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I definitely will. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, I think if it's all right with you, I think we're going to wrap up here. We've are so gracious for all the time that you've spent with us. Yeah, thank and- you. Where then can we find you either online? Uh, I don't know if like your website or Instagram, yeah. things that you're doing um, in person or virtual or just tell us all the things. Yeah, absolutely. So my real name is Kayla Sellers and you can book a reading with me or even learn more about me on my website, redneckmedium.com. It's redneckmedium on Instagram or Kayla Sellers Psychic Medium on Facebook because Facebook told me that Redneck Medium was not a nice name. (laughs) It's offensive. (laughs) Facebook denied my Redneck Medium. So uh, Facebook, but that's okay. Yeah, so I do offer phone readings if you're distant. I do offer in-person readings. My office is at the Spirit Spa in Middletown. So like Louisville. Um, but yeah, and I'm actually hosting spiritual development workshops the last Monday of every month. And so our first one is going to be, it's going to be $15 cash at the door. Just feel free to show up at the office or contact me for more information. And the first one we're doing is about spiritual oracle cards. So maybe that's another validation for you cool. to come to the yeah. workshop. <laughs> again in person. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. Cool. But thank you guys so much. This was so fun. Yeah, this was awesome. I'm like, hopefully we'll have to have you on again in the future and you can update us on more things, you know, as they develop in your own career and we can dig, dig in deeper with some more questions about your abilities and all that yeah, fun jazz. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for coming on Kayla. Thank you guys. Bye. 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 That's a wrap. Hee <laughs> hee.